fucking sorry. Are you happy now? It's too late now. Now we have to try and recreate that. Wow. I honestly didn't think it was going to go that far. I thought you guys were going to be like, wow, weirdo. Okay, on to the next thing. But instead you were like, oh, let's dive into this. I don't know why you thought we wouldn't be interested in that information. All right, so I, I went to a wedding last night for two friends. It was we lovely. To, it was hang beautiful. on, hang on, hang You're on. You're not even you, recording. I am recording. She is, okay, but we sorry. haven't even said hello. Hang Hi. on. Everybody slow down. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. Hey! And this is Dead Time Stories. A weekly podcast mm. where Sarah and I get together to talk about ghost stories, true crime, mysteries, cults, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, or even just the generally weird, eerie, spooky, strange stuff that we want to talk about that week. Why is that, Sarah? Because Stephanie didn't have her notes ready, and it's our show, not yours. You would not have known that, Sarah. Didn't just blow up my spot like that. God damn! If you're new to the show, stop. stop. But you might have also heard that there's a third voice. So just forget that for a hot fucking second, and go back and start from the beginning. Go to episode one. Grumble through to my mouth a little bit. Start the show from the beginning. Catch up to where we are now. Because if you did that, then you would know. That this is Christina. Christina. Hi guys, how are you? We're good. Turn your mic. Just I need a to turn my mic just a little bit. Yeah, Better. I'm always never close enough to the mic. That's, That's what okay. I feel like. It's okay. Okay. Hey, Christina. Hi guys, how's how many, it going? How many times have you been on the show? A bunch. Like, I, I am surprised you didn't have the exact number. Like I a dirty dozen. Honestly, guess. I'm shook. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Wow, Christina. I've done twelve episodes of me, myself, and YouTube. Oh, she's done it she for, sure a full year. for a whole year. year. Full year. I was pa, pa, thinking pa, pa, pa. that about the ghost farts the other day, uh, where I was just like, oh my god, yeah, I have to, I have to post. I have them saved. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I was just thinking like. How sometimes I'm so shy about like sharing my my art and like doing more art. And then I look at the ghost farts from a year ago when I first started doing them and where they are now. And I was like, man, <laughs> yeah. I've really improved. And they're, you know, celebrities farting. Dead celebrities. Dead celebrities farting. Yeah. Specifically, ghost farts. Ghosts. Yes. Ghost farts. Yes. And they're fantastic. And they're all available on our Patreon. They are. Yeah. So go give us your money and then uh, come back to the episode. Sarah, what have you been up to lately? We've talked about what we've done with our arts. You're um, doing art. So last night, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, whatever direction you want to take it in. <laughs> You're like, what have you been up to lately? Well, I went to go sit on the toilet. Um, <laughs> more on that later. No, I am officially can announce it. I'm doing the next show that's going up at Allen's Lane. It's the part of Fringe Festival. It's the mm. season opener. It's our first in-person performance. However, it will be outside. So, you know, and it'll run for the last two weekends in September and the first weekend in October and it's called The Secretaries and it's a dark comedy uh, about a murderous cult of secretaries. Oh my god, yes. It's the easiest way I've been able to describe it to people. It's pretty satirical. Um, It's going to be creepy and hopefully a good time. We just started rehearsals. 
I've seen the promo shots and they're gorgeous. They're really oh, pretty. Yeah. You, Angel's good. You give me Daphne from Scooby Doo all day long. You've even got a cute little headband. Like, oh my God. It's just, it's so good. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that'll be fun. And that's it. And I do this podcast. This it, podcast? This one. Oh my God. And she took a dump in hot water yesterday. Here we go. Okay, so <laughs> the no, real I didn't stories. actually do a number two. We stuck to number one last night. A lot of, you know, just alcohol. God, that's really weird though. Okay, so I went to a wedding last night and everything was beautiful, gorgeous, such a great time. But when I went to the bathroom, mm -hmm. I noticed that it felt like the water was hot, like just hot water, like steaming on the underside of your legs. And at first I thought, oh, maybe it's the toilet seat, like maybe it's a heated seat. So I put my hands on the seat. No. Mm. And it just felt steamy. So I tried mm. the same toilet twice, same result. Went and tried a different toilet. Same result. I asked Mary Angela. She said, same result. So the question that is apparently here at the at Dead Time Stories is, why? Why? Was it planned? There are, right. There are so many questions. Like, right. Was the hot water on purpose? Was that a service that they thought they were offering people? Did they think that it was good? Or is it good? Was there did an, they charge extra? Did Right. Were they paying extra for, right? for a service that Weddings people did not expensive. want? expensive. They nickel and dime the shit out of you. What if the heated toilets was like an extra 50 cent per person? Or is but it just it that there the was seat? something wrong with the plumbing somewhere else in the building mm. and only hot water was going to the toilet? And then like no one was going to talk about it because they were like, not I guess this was a I guess this is feature. normal. I mean, what has to go wrong with your plumbing to go that wrong, though? Like, is it the zoo in Saw and there's just steam everywhere? Like... <laughs> I don't want hot water. I don't want to shit into hot water is all I could think. I'm just like, I don't want to take a hot steamy shit into mm. a hot steamy toilet bowl. I don't want to pee what in if the hot water also, like, bloops Plops. up ah. and the water bloops up and it's hot water ah. right on your butthole and you're like, no. oh. What if you use that travel? What if you use that travel tushy? Would that use the hot water? Well, it depends on where you fill it. I usually fill it in the sink. Oh, okay. Before I take it into the toilet. You don't just like dunk it. I don't dunk it in the toilet for the water. That's probably for the best. No, I <laughs> don't do that. And if you get it from the sink, you get determined. Why? I get to determine what temperature yeah, it is. Exactly. Why would you dunk it in the toilet bowl to fill it? I didn't know how it worked. I figured there could have been like a pulley system. I don't know it's if you honestly, dip it in or if you fill it up. I don't know. It's like a sippy cup if the cup part was like a squeezy thing. Well, I don't have a travel bidet. So, I'm right? telling you how it works. I know My you booty don't have one. It's not glamorous enough to get its own little travel I mean, bidet. So I didn't know how it worked anus until like she mine. told me. You need a tushy. Why are we barking you with them? Her anus you, has a monocle. Mine's sophisticated tushy. You got I one now, you bitch. So you both we, have monocle anuses. Did you get the um, upgrade where you could control the temperature? Or did you no. get the regular one? We got yeah, the regular one. I thought one. that was overrated. We already had some Apparently issues not. getting They're it installed. Extra if you had hot water coming water in your wedding, so you would already have a hot water bidet. Yeah. Done. Maybe I don't it's know. Worth it. I don't know why it was heated. I don't know. Maybe it's better to steam your hoo-ha. 
when I don't know. I don't, I don't I know. I mean, I know Gwyneth Paltrow thinks that, mm. but I don't think it's a real thing. I don't really trust her when she talks about like yeah. I'm not into I'm not into the goop. Mm. I don't want to know what her be. vagina I don't looks buy like. Into the goop. It's no it goopy vagina? No. <laughs> pass. Hard Goopy pass. the vagina. That's what they called her not in high school. It. That's why they call her goop, that's actually. That's why they call her goop. That's not a, a well-known fact. That's a fun fact. That's why they call her goop. I mean, it's not well-known, but if you know like we know, then you, you, know, know. you know. Why would you name your company goop anyway? I don't know. Why would you name your child Apple? She's obviously not the best at naming things. She's great actress. Sure. People are fine. enabling her. I mean, that... Mm. <laughs> Even that's debatable. I mean, great is in volume of work. Okay, sure. She's done a lot of things. She has. Look at her being all like millionaire rich off of like, what the fuck? Mrs. Potts? What's her name? Well, Pepper? also both of her parents were yes. famous actors. So she started out with a good pot. What? That helps? <laughs> this Crazy. has derailed. Hey, What's Sarah? happening this week? <laughs> Where are hey, we? Hey, Sarah. Uh, hey, Stephanie. Hey, Christina. Christina. Hey, Leslie. Y'all, Y'all ready, ready to talk about some ghosts? Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts? Well, Christina, you're the guest this week, so tell us what you're talking about. Hi, guys. Thanks. We're not we're not talking about any ghosts. I'm sorry. But there is kind of a question. <laughs> oh, I just want to say, while we were walking up the stairs, Christina, in a sing-songy, happy voice, mm-hmm. said, I'm, I believe, ready to ruin your childhoods? Yeah. <laughs> okay. She did. She did it. Well, okay, so... I think that this question is going to determine like exactly how childhood ruining this episode might be. And it is what were your favorite live action Nickelodeon TV shows as a kid? So for me, I really loved all that. All that was probably um, my fave live action. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Um, Salute your shorts. The Amanda show. The Amanda show. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I knew that was coming. Uh, yeah. Gullah Gullah Island. Oh, my God. That's actually filmed in North Carolina. <sighs> was Stacey Dubosky in it? <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yes. You know, right? Was it in Stephanie's backyard? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty close, actually. But, yeah. See? That I fucking face, told you. That face. <laughs> yeah, because that face is like, y'all make fun of me, but. Gullah Gullah Island. Christina's yeah, here no, to tell you. Yeah, yeah, it was filmed in my backyard mm-hmm. and Stacey Dubosky was in it. She was there. So, she it. wasn't in it. She was a production assistant. Let's be real. What are you talking about? Um. So <laughs> today we are going to be talking about a television writer and producer. His name is Dan Schneider. And he got his start in Nickelodeon in 1996 with All That. That was the first show that he wrote for. And then he started executive producing and he uh, was known for using the same cast members in different shows. So this is sort of a quick rundown. Um, His first executive production role was The Amanda Show. Okay. And from that, we got Drake and Josh from The Amanda Show because Mm -hmm. they were both involved in that. And then we got Miranda Cosgrove from Drake and Josh. So then she got iCarly. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So yes. Those are all Dan Schneider. Those are all shows. Dan Schneider productions. And then on the other side, he also created and executive produced Zoe 101 with Jamie Lynn Spears. Fuck Jamie Lynn. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, and then <laughs> you're like, <laughs> he did. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. 
Um, and then from Zoe 101, we got introduced to Victoria Justice, who got victorious. And then from Victorious, we got Ariana Grande, who then Ariana Grande from Victorious and um, Jeanette from Victorious McCurdy, fame. Right. Of, of Victorious fame. Um, <laughs> in 2005, I guess. Sure. Right. Um, she and Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly got their own spinoff show that was the two of them. And that was Sam and Cat. Okay. And then more recently, he also has done like all of the Danger series. Like there's like a bunch of different shows about like kid danger, Harry danger. I don't know what the fuck, but he officially left Nickelodeon after Viacom had been investigating him for workplace like what's the word for being an asshole? No, um, <laughs> for being like uh, emotionally abusive and stuff to his other like writers and producers and things like being abusive, basically. And Nickelodeon let him go in 2018 with a $7 million payout. That sounds so hard for him to have lost his job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, the thing about Dan, like I said, he was being investigated for being really manipulative and awful to the people he worked with. But his entire career was pretty much surrounded by these controversies that kept getting swept under different rugs. Shocking. Of course. Shocking. The thing about Dan is. Right. Well, he was honestly, he was kind Kind of the Weinstein of Nickelodeon because but that's he was worse known. because these are kids. Exactly. Yes. He was known for being extremely manipulative. He was known for being like aggressive. All of these different things. He was known for putting people in awkward positions and all of this sort of stuff working in children's television. And so all of this kind of falls into three different categories. So the first one is things that have actually happened and there is proof of that you can look at and find and read about all on your own. And we're going to experience some of that together. The next level are public allegations. So people who are saying like, my name is this, I worked with him here and this is what happened. And then the next layer, which like is the rumor mill, absolutely insane. Yes. Are things that like you cannot actually prove have happened. But like, but we're going to believe anyway. Boards. We're going to talk about it, but it's alleged. Right. Sure. Sure. Ooh, I'm ready. I'm like so ready for all of this tea. I knew you would be. <laughs> I'm okay. so ready. I told you I was like, I know what she's talking about, but I don't want to ask any questions because I don't want to ruin it. So I'm spoil. so ready. God. So then I'm if this man touched Amanda. Oh, he gonna catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd listen to the show from the beginning, like we told you, you would know Sarah has a I huge Amanda Bynes fetish. I love Amanda Bynes. <laughs> I love her. She was wronged. Mm. She okay. was wronged. Where do you think it started? So, that fucking Dan Schneider. So the things that have been proven. The number one thing that you will always hear about Dan Schneider is about his foot fetish. And the way what that he... Who think he is? Quentin Tarantino? But with children. With children. Oh. And the way that he writes feet into his shows. 
He writes feet into all of his shows. Sometimes it will be Miranda Cosgrove in a bathtub sticking her toes up a water faucet until one of them gets stuck. And then she's stuck all alone in the bathtub with her foot in the water faucet for some big, strong man to help. Like, that's the setup for a fucking porno. And that's an iCarly episode. They would put things on actresses' feet, like Victoria Justice getting ketchup covering all of her feet like someone squeezed ketchup over her bare feet um writing things on their feet writing things on their toes and sticking them up for the camera to see like different things were written into shows where the whole setup for a conversation would be that a female character was getting her feet rubbed by a male character and that was the entire like reason that they were sitting where they were sitting and having the conversation that they were having as like a TV sitcom setup. There was so much foot stuff. It's honestly disgusting, but it didn't just stop it being written into the episodes. The actual Twitter account for Sam and Cat requested fan photos of their feet for retweets and follows publicly. So for a pedophile who has a foot fetish, they're literally requesting child like pornography solo, yeah. from a public Nickelodeon TV show Twitter account. But it seems, at, I guess, sort of at face value. Like it's just to goofy. be very innocent. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's one of those things that's written into a lot of different kids' shows where it's the jokes for the adults. If you're a kid, this is going to go over your head. It's, ha, feet are funny, feet are weird, ew, feet. But if you're an adult, it's like, <laughs> You know what they're really saying whenever they're saying what they're saying. Mm -hmm. It's the adult joke. Mm -hmm. But that's fucking disgusting that the adult joke is something that's so, like, highly fetishized. And from Dan's personal social media accounts, he has actually tweeted out pictures of his underage actress's feet. Saying things like, can you guess whose perfect toes these are? Oh, that captions what perfect. No one has perfect toes. And like some of his actresses will post pictures that are of their feet and he will comment on those pictures and say that they look nice. Like it's just gross. The second thing that's actually proven is actually a video that I'm going to show you guys. And it is the sexualization of Ariana Grande and Victorious. So in the TV show Victorious, the setup was that Ariana Grande's character was kind of dumb and naive. But as the show went on, the other characters matured with their actors, but she stayed very much so naive and dumb. Mm -hmm. And so there were these scenes that were written into some of the episodes of her just talking about her different thoughts inside of her bedroom. And this is a compilation video of some of these scenes put together. So these things were written. They were cleared by the writers. They were given to directors and producers. And the directors and the producers says, yes, this is exactly what we want to do. It was given to the kids themselves, to their parents, to the production company, to advertisers, to everyone. Like everyone said, yep, yeah, yep, this is cool. This is fine. We're going to air this on Nickelodeon. So I'm going to describe a little bit of what they are. Have you ever said something like a sentence and thought to yourself, wow, like I bet nobody else on earth has ever said those exact words that I just said. 
That happens to me a lot. So now, just for fun, I'm gonna say three sentences that I bet not one person has ever said before in the history of mankind. Sentence number one. Oh man, my uvula got stuck between that hamster's toes. See, that could never happen because your uvula is that swingy thing in the back of your throat right here. And now she's sticking her finger down into her throat to choke her and gag herself. So there's no way you could get it stuck between a hamster's toes. Sentence number three. Ah! I'm soaking wet. Quick, somebody bring me the ocean. No one would ever say that. Why? Because if you were soaking wet and you were upset about it, the last thing you'd want is for somebody to bring you the ocean. Because the ocean is even more wet than even the wettest person in the world. Have you ever tried to get your whole big toe in your mouth? Check this out. Different angles of her on her bed, putting Sometimes her toe into her own mouth. If you can get juice from a potato. She's holding a potato in two hands aimed toward her face and groaning. Is it possible for a teenage girl to drink water upside down? She's laying upside down over the side of her bed and pouring water all over herself and gagging on it. It's not possible. This has been me in a video. Again with the potato. Yeah, it's gross. What even is like what? Oh, you don't remember those episodes? I didn't watch that show. I didn't watch that, that was show where either. I got lost was after How old I was Carly. She in that video? Not very old. Not very old. Yeah. I don't know. Very young. She was definitely like not not an adult. <laughs> not no. an adult. I would no. guess like 15. Right, I was like, she's maybe like 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And all of these were private. Yeah, all of these were private thoughts like private that she bedroom had thoughts. in her bedroom. Yeah. It's really awful. It's just weird. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that is one person. That's one of his actresses mm-hmm. on all of these different shows. That's just one. Yeah. So the other thing that is absolutely proven is his association with a man in Hollywood named Brian Peck. So Brian Peck pled no contest to um, lewd acts with a person under the age of 14 and oral copulation with a person under the age of 16. Um, He served 18 months in prison and then after, and his victim was a male victim. We do not know the um, identity of the victim because his parents said that it would interfere with like his job prospects in the future. Like it would have a severe impact on his life. So they actually kept the victim's identity secret. After his release from prison, his next job was acting on The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. God. Which was produced by Dan Schneider? No. 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 But um, he was the dialogue coach on The Amanda Show. And he was the an same acting. Guy? Yeah, Brian Peck, yeah. And he and Dan Schneider would host acting camps for young talent. Um, and that is factually proven. Like those things actually happened. So he was arrested. He pled no contest. He was jailed. He, for at least one for, for at one least, person confirmed. Yeah, for one confirmed. Was yes. that did the jail time happen before or after he worked on these shows? During. Uh-huh. 
And then he came out and went to work at a Disney Channel show instead of instead of Nickelodeon. Right. So we'll talk a little bit about like the suspicion of who his victim was, but it's connected to his work. Yeah. Brian Peck's. Yes. Okay. No relation to Josh Peck. Yeah. No who relation. Also has issues. No, that's um. We'll get there. Drake. Yeah. We'll get there. The wrong. Um. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, he's got his own issues. He's part of the fucking vlog squad. Like no. <laughs> He really is. Like, he remade himself I'm... as a YouTuber. <laughs> He's friends with David Dobrik. I'm just like, they're not the Brat Pack. They're the Vlog Squad. You've, you've never heard of them? Oh, God. No. I know. <laughs> I know the names of the people. I didn't know they were called the Vlog, the vlog squad. squad. Yeah, that's what they're branded never as. Never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the things that are proven. So now we're going to start dipping our toes into allegations. Public allegations. So these are public ones. Right. So people have said, this is me. Come forward and said to the press. This happened. So whenever he split publicly with Nickelodeon in 2018, a lot of women that he had worked with started posting things on social media, on Twitter. So some of the female writers that he had worked with, some of them, it was pretty basic. It was just like, he was one of the worst people I've ever worked with in my entire life. Like Mm -hmm. he would harass people. He would send mean emails. Like he was just a terror to work with. Um, But one woman, some were as simple as just he was a dick. He, he was, was the worst. Without like without <laughs> saying he was a predator, there were still people who were like, he was a piece of shit. He was I hate a piece working of shit. With I hated him. working with him. Yes. Just a well-rounded piece of shit. <laughs> a hot steamy shit and a and hot, hot toilet steamy water. Toilet yes. <laughs> we're about to see a picture of that actually. <laughs> uh, Photographic. I don't want to see Dan being a big old piece of shit. I mean, and so, steamy water. Public accusations. Well, what do you got? Um, so One of the writers that he had worked with actually said on Twitter that she was still afraid of him over 20 years later. And that's because whenever he fired her, he also got her management to fire her, which is essentially blacklisting in Hollywood. Like if you're a writer and you don't have management, like you don't have a job. Nobody is looking for a job for you. Like you're fucked. And when she was trying to sell her things on eBay, she thinks that he stalked her eBay account and would fake purchase things. So he would purchase them and then he would not pay for them. So she would have to like wait for the payment, not get the payment and then have to repost the item again. So she thinks that that was all Dan Schneider and that all of that was him just telling her to get the fuck out of California. Wow. Yeah. So that was what he did to his colleagues to women that he worked with. But a large population of who he was working with were not adults. They were children. Children. Mm. Not many actresses have come out. A lot of suspicion about NDAs is, like, around this topic. And that's a lot of the reason why, like, most of the stuff that we're going to talk about is stuff that is technically no more than a conspiracy theory because people can't publicly come out and, like, accuse of anything. So... The two actresses who have come out. I just want to say, one, not for nothing, it's really hard to actually hold up an NDA in court. I was yeah. going to say, aren't NDAs t- just full just of so shit? Just so you know. So Pretty if much, you're afraid yeah. to say something for, I know, like, you know, not that yeah. this crowd is people who worked at Nickelodeon, but just in right. general, if you're afraid to sign something because you signed a non-disclosure agreement, those are very, very difficult to hold up in court, especially if you have some court-worthy shit to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. 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 But moving forward. So, NDA don't mean shit. 
But like, obviously, like this guy is so manipulative and so rich that like there's other shit going on. Yeah, he can blacklist your career. That's you're done. You're over. So that's kind of what we're gonna get into, actually. So one of the first actresses that came out about him was Jeanette McCurdy. So she was Sam on iCarly, and she was also in the joint show Sam and Cat with Ariana Grande. So she has come out in, I think it was a podcast like about a year and a half ago where she was talking about her experiences as a child actor. And she spoke about working with an extremely emotionally abusive producer. And she didn't name him, but she also talked about like the ages when she worked with this person and like the things that he had made her do and all of this sort of stuff. And there's video evidence like he would do stuff to just fuck with his actors. He would go and like scare them. He would jump out from behind things and videotape it and post it on YouTube for like behind the scenes content where it was basically him just like harassing his class, his Uh. cast. And so like, you'll see him come up and you know that it's him because he's like holding his phone and you'll see his actors see him and their faces just drop. Like, they're just like this fucker, you know, like you just see it. Yeah. And there are some of them with like with Jeanette specifically where he will like be physically all over her. Like he will put his arms around her shoulders and like fake put her in a headlock and all this sort of stuff. And she just looks so uncomfortable with it all, you know, Mm -hmm. but she's she's not really speaking out about him specifically. She also did a few vines like back in the day and one of them is really weird where she's got like makeup on but it's smeared all over her face and one of her teeth is like blacked out with um like I don't know some sort of eyeliner or something and she's like in a bunch of trash or a bunch of paper and she says oh I hear Dan Schneider's looking at my vine my vine my vine my vine look at what you've done to me and it's just her like deadpan into the into the phone just look at what you've done to me and she's trash yeah hey dan schneider i know you're watching my vine do you like my vine 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 Vine. look what you've done to me yeah um another thing with her still out on the internet or i guess not oh yeah there there are videos of it all over but i just didn't want to like have to make another mp3 to send to you that was just a seven second vine on repeat for like an hour like i didn't want to do that look at what you've done to me yeah so um fine all right the last thing is um have you heard of tiktok because they're very similar i know okay um now they're getting too long and too wordy though TikTok I don't goes know. up to three minutes now. Vine was oh, what, six really? seconds? Something like that. Yeah, they go up to three minutes. And I wow. tell you what, I tell you what, some of those people really take, take all off that three, three minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing some of them fucking do. Uh, if you're on TikTok, if you're a creator on TikTok, calm down. Learn. Obviously. Read your Less platform. Is more. Yeah. The thing that I hate the most about TikTok is no one knows how tagging works on TikTok. They're all just like shooting shit into the because the open ta- vacuum. Because from what I've found on TikTok is that your hashtags don't matter. They don't mm-hmm. fucking matter. So people will just pop whatever the most popular ones on there. Doritos, Loco Challenge, Rubbermaid, Casket That's Challenge. That's not how tagging works. <laughs> That's what they do. That's not how you're supposed to do it. It's supposed to be related to your content so that people can find it. I know. I know. And what I found is it's just like, okay, did you like it and send it to your friends? And then they 
all get mad when they change the algorithm and all of a sudden their shit doesn't get viewed or their shit gets shadow banned. And I'm just so fucking tired of hearing TikTokers talk about how they're fucking shadow banned. You're not fucking shadow banned because I'm watching you right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're just working on an application that does not respect you and the content that you create. So they're not going to make it easy for you to make any money and they're going to support you. And then once you start making money, they're not going to support you anymore. And that's how social media works. And that's why people shouldn't be influencers. But anyway, I was like, tell me more about these public allegations. Yeah. Right. We're getting she, we're derailing. Sorry, you can cut that out. Um, oh, no. she, she won't. <laughs> she won't. It's she fucking stay. won't. It's going to stay. People need to know how you feel about TikTok. Oh, my God. Tiki Go follow Christina on TikTok. It's bullshit. Casey They're less than three minutes because I haven't posted one for like a year. Um, so she boycotted the Kids' Choice Awards in 2014 because that is when Dan Schneider received the only Lifetime Achievement, Achievement Award that has ever been given by the Kids' Choice Awards. So she boycotted it with Miranda Crossgrove, even though both of them were winning awards that night. Nice. And it's alleged that they wanted Ariana Grande to boycott it as well, and she refused. She was on stage with Dan whenever he got his award. She drank the Kool-Aid. Absolutely. The other person who has publicly come out with allegations against him is an actress named Alexa Nichol- Nicholas. Yeah, Alexa Nicholas. She was Zoe's best friend, Nicole, in Zoe 101. So I did not watch Zoe 101. I didn't but she, <laughs> she left Zoe 101 after the second season. And so there's always been like this sort of suspicion around that. Like, why did she get fired? Why did she leave? All of this sort of stuff. So she decided to settle the score on Instagram live. She's like, here's what's up. Here's She's what like, happened. Here's, here's the story of when I quit Zoe 101. So here's the story of when she quit Zoe 101. Oh, I'm so ready. Let's go. Um, so apparently whenever you're a child actor on like a professional set, a PA comes to your trailer where you are with your guardian and they say, okay, we're going to take you to wardrobe. And then the PA takes you to wardrobe and they bring you back and you're back with your guardian. And if you have a good guardian who actually gives a fuck about you, they will be like, okay, I know where my kid is all the time. I always know where my kid is. So that's how shit's supposed to work. One day near the end of filming of season two, Alexa says that the PA came to take her to wardrobe and that on the way he said, actually, Jamie Lynn needs to speak with you in her trailer. And so he took her to Jamie Lynn's trailer and left her there, which he's not supposed to do at all. And whenever she got in, she saw someone running into the back room of this trailer because it was like a deluxe trailer or whatever. Um, And there were other rooms because I've been in trailers that are just (laughs) like anyway. Um, So she was just waiting for Jamie Lynn to come out and say whatever she needed to say because she wasn't sure what was going on. Mm -hmm. And instead of Jamie Lynn, she gets Britney Spears in her face saying that if she keeps fucking with her sister, she will end her career. That she is replaceable and that she needs to stop bullying her sister and stop trying to get more attention and more lines and to get herself in line because she is nothing. She can be replaced and she will no longer have a career if she keeps fucking with Jamie Lynn. Whoa. And so Alexa at this time is 13. 
This is 2007 Britney Spears. This is right before she the, the head smashed yeah. the, the car. Which right. We just talked about yes. Britney and what she was, I mean, for not for nothing, what right. she was going through. What she was time. going through was insane. Hurt people, hurt people. Yes. But yes. also, what, what shit did Jamie Lynn tell her mm-hmm. that made her think that Alexa's coming for her baby sister? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But we are also only hearing this from Alexa's side. Correct. Of course. So, Brittany's got bigger know. fish to fry I right now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, so Alexa's 13 years old and Britney fucking Spears is telling her that she is worthless. And she's like, oh my God, it's Britney Spears. And she's like, oh my God, it's Britney Spears. <laughs> she's like, isn't she lucky? Oh. <laughs> Hollywood she's girl. So lucky. She's a star. She's a star. Can I get your autograph? Oh my God. While you like read me to filth, can I please get your autograph? She's like not even hearing a word she says. Right, right, right. So did she quit or was she fired? What happened after that? So she went to Dan. She went to her mom and her mom was like, fuck this shit. And she went to Dan and Dan was like, look, I I need you to be professional right now. And I'm, you know, we're going to talk about this later. We're going to figure it all out. But right now, I really need you to be professional. Like, that's what I need from you right now. You're a professional actor. So shut the fuck up. So shut the fuck up. And he gave her a portable DVD player for for being a good girl and shutting the fuck up. About what happened in Jamie Lynn's trailer. Yeah. And so before season three, she and her mom go to have this meeting with the executives, right? To figure out what's going on and what happened. And this, if this is true, this is like fucking nightmare fuel. Like if this is true, you have to remember that this is a 13 year old girl. Okay. So they get there and all of these executives are there and they're like, actually, we want to speak with her alone. Oh my God. And her mom is like, absolutely not. No. And they're like, no, 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 no. We've got all of these people here as witnesses. Like these people are all here on her side. Mm. We want to hear from her what happened and we don't want that to be like manipulated by having her mom in there so like we're all going to be there we're all going to be supportive of her like we just want to speak with her alone and so eventually they wear down her mom and her mom's like okay and she goes into this room this conference room that has a large conference table and all of the executives are sitting on one side of the table and on the other side is one chair for her And it's an oversized chair because she's a 13-year-old girl. And so she climbs into the chair and she tells her story. And then they come back and are like, maybe show business isn't the career for you. Oh, my God. Maybe you're just not made for this kind of thing. Because, I mean, yeah, it. she hurt your feelings. And I'm sorry, but, like, maybe she was right. Maybe it hurt your feelings because what she said was true. Because what she said was true. And so literally breaking down the psyche of a 13-year-old girl, she leaves with her mom and they're both like, okay, she's done. She quits. She's not doing this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the story of how she left Zoe 101. Oh, my gosh. Is she still working? Kinda. She had like a three episode run on The Walking Dead. She's done like a couple of things here and there. She was in Red State. Kevin's uh Kevin James. Kevin James. No. That's not right. Kevin James. That's not oh right. My God. She was in Poplar. <laughs> no, Kevin, Kevin Smith. 
No, I and like, I was like, I Kevin know who Spacey. you're talking about. It's Why Kevin can't Smith. I Yes, Kevin James. Oh my God. Jesus. Along those same lines, last night, Val was trying to describe a movie to me. Oh, no, no. Val is like, what's that movie where Robin Williams and Sally Fields are getting divorced and they're like fighting over the kids? Stop. Right. And the way Val is like, describing That's how you're leading? Yes. And then That's- I was sitting there like, I know what movie Val is talking about, but I'm so confused by the way they're describing it right now because that I can't saying... remember what movie it is. And then I said, Mrs. Doubtfire. And then I, we both started laughing. And Val was like, I can't believe I could remember it. And I was like, I can't believe. Well, not just that, but I was like, that is the plot of Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, <laughs> it they're is. Getting to, that's why well, it is, it is. he, he dresses, dresses in drag and yes. pretends to be another person yes. so he can see the kids more. But essentially, it's him and Sally Field yeah. getting a divorce and fighting about the kids. Yeah. And, like, that was how they were describing it. And I was like, yeah, uh, that is what that fucking movie's really? about, I guess. I don't know. If you would have asked me at the time, I'd say it was about Pierce Brosnan. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is just Stu Stewart, just the guy that hot. Sally Field just is hot. dating. Just being hot. It's that movie with Pierce Brosnan and uh, Robin Williams is there, too? <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So she quit that show. So she quit that show. She and was like, take this job and that's reasonable. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Good for her. More than reasonable. Honestly, at 13, I don't know if I would have had, like, the wherewithal and the confidence You'd be like, myself. Mom, I don't know if this is the job for me. Right? Like, I'd have been like, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, Keep giving me paychecks. Maybe you're right. So now we're going to start getting into the world of things that are not proven you're ready i'm just, so ready for the conspiracy before we move into that i just want to say what i've learned the key difference is between show parents are the parents who are like <laughs> this is when the kid gets fucked up when the parents are like you we the family are dependent on this money that on you're making money, yes. and you need to be an actor mm-hmm. versus the actors who their parents were like hey whenever you're not having fun with this anymore like yeah. please just let us know you do not have yeah. to keep doing this yeah That is like the thing that saves a child actor is when you hear them talk about their parents and they Mm -hmm. were like, my mom was always just like, hey, whenever you're not having fun anymore, like that's cool. You don't have to keep doing this. Well, this is really hard for me because like I was a kid who wanted to Oh, same. I was like, my mom is a whole move me to Florida to work at Universal. What is she, a child abusing me? Right, exactly. Exactly. My mom won't drive me to Wilmington so I get cast in a show so she has to drive me to Wilmington every single day for months i didn't know that like i like i knew things filmed in wilmington i didn't know that like i could try to be in something in wilmington that was not even on my radar because that was not in the possibility in our house well the rich girls in whiteville got to be extras on dawson's creek i mean the kids in in wilmington would stay after school at laney to sit in the gym to be in the background of one tree hill Hill. i remember that i remember (laughs) they would stay after school i would be like I can't because I can't get a ride home after people school. Would, I got to take that bus. My mom's not coming to get me. Are you crazy? People would drive from Raleigh to go down to Laney to sit and be one of be the extras. Hill. Like, they would leave school early. That's how Stacey Dubowski got her start. Oh my I God. was like, <laughs> we get it. They film shit in your home state. <laughs> we get it. Don't worry, y'all. Sarah's a jealous do. bitch right now. In 1997. <laughs> So let's get into step three. Let's get into the rumors. Let's get into the rumors. The allegations. Yes. This is my favorite part. So we're going to start getting into those acting camps. Because I'm going to believe everything you say no matter what. Do it. Oh, girl, you are about to get 
get got? Oh, no. She didn't even finish. She didn't even finish. She just thought you, you guys, even her body language, she just sat up and licked her lips and looked right into that. But she was like, here the fuck we go. Wow. Here we go. All right. All right. So these acting camps with Brian Peck. So most of this information comes from an anonymous interview with a podcast that I believe is an anti-trans podcast. So I'm not giving them any fucking credit for anything. What? Yeah. That, I have to unpack what you just said to me. It's a, wait, a what? Well, have you ever heard of when TERFs? I, mm-hmm. TERFs are trans-exclusionary radical feminists. So they're like oh, super feminists. Yes. They're like, we're super feminists and women, but, but trans we, women aren't women because they're just men who chose to be women. Well, Which, to I'm, clarify, I do not believe that. That's that is not like, this. That's so part of I do want you to not is. use the name of the podcast because I don't want to give them any shout-outs. Yeah. But the name of the podcast is... Mm. Uh, yeah, and it's two white dudes. Gross. Uh, yeah. And uh, they cover content like pedophile rings. And this is technically a pedophile, a pedophile ring. ring. Sure. So they do anonymous interviews. And I've never watched their content, but I've watched third parties that have sampled their content. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to give them any anything. Um, but the interview that they had, they interviewed one actress anonymously who said that these acting camps, they would happen in Hollywood and they were for 13 to 22 year olds. And that um, 22 seems a little old. I know. Right. They're all wrinkly. Uh, Imagine they're like, <laughs> if you're like an Ariana Grande, 22, oh. you know what I mean? Where like, you still look like a teenage yeah. girl. Your age range is still 16. Yes. Right. Exactly. That's Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. So um, the word around these camps was that the place you got discovered was by the pool. So there were rumors that Megan Fox and Hillary Duff were both found by the pool at these acting camps that were run by Dan and Brian. I love Hillary Duff. I know, right? Well, these camps are real and things at the pool are real. And this is a picture of Dan Schneider and Amanda Bynes in a hot tub together where Dan Schneider is not just wearing a t-shirt in a hot tub. He's fully clothed. He is fully fucking clothed. He's wearing a button-up collared shirt. Yeah, that's awkward. With a white shirt underneath it. And sunglasses. And and a hot tub next to a nine-year-old Amanda Bynes. That's why he's wearing two layers of clothes. Right, on top. I wonder how many he's wearing on the bottom. Who knows? Who knows? Why is he in there with her? I don't know. He had a huge impact on her career. She lived with him for a point in time, for years. She lived, like, as his child, basically. Amanda, please. Well, it's exactly what you were saying about, like, parents. Like, a lot of it depends on parents. And so these people, these anonymous people who've come out and, like, shared their experiences, they actually didn't get that far because their parents were like, what Yeah, we're taking you out of that wildly inappropriate situation. Yeah, so the person who's talking about the camps, she finally gets a one-on-one interview with Dan, and her management is there, and her mom is there, and her management is saying, okay, I need you to take off your shoes and go in into this audition room with this producer and she's like okay what do I need to do like am I reading sides am I singing a song like what do I need to do and he says oh you know just talk about like how you like being barefoot and what it's like to run around without shoes on and her mom goes "Mm, this is weird we're not doing this 
And she got dropped by her management. Right away, wow. her mom was like, yeah, no. Exactly, exactly. But this is someone who, like, she had been to the camps. She had met these people. Like, she had gone through the whole system. to The whole system to the point where she was actually getting a one-on-one she interview. She got noticed by the pool. Like, yeah. exactly, exactly. So this second anonymous person is actually a Reddit post. So like I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's someone who says that they were a background child actor in some of his shows. And she said that one day on set, he paid extra special attention to her and asked her if she was ticklish. And when she said that she wasn't, he said, "Okay, well, I'll go test that out and took her into his private office. And she said in the Reddit post that all she got was a hundred dollars, a foot massage and a lot of compliments. And then he let her leave. So that's grooming. Ooh. That's exactly what grooming is. That's taking an underage child and giving them like lots of attention and compliments so that they like you. And like laying the foundation for like this right now. Just things see- are okay. Right. This, this isn't is that fine. weird. Right. This is totally fine. This is what people do. Yeah. 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 This is totally fine. I'm just trying to see if you're ticklish. Um, and again, the kid's parent was like, you got you are never going to work with that for guy again. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're not doing this. Go and- give that $100 back right, <laughs> right. now. <laughs> and, then they, and then they deleted their Reddit account. Like, they just deleted the fucker because people were like, excuse me, who, what? Who, yeah, right? Who are you? Who are, who are you? you? What show were what you working show on? It? Tell me everything. And they're like, fuck that. No, I'll just take my hundred. This was not worth $100. This line of questioning, not worth the $100 or the compliments. So I'm just going to dip. <laughs> or the compliments. Just going to dip. Foot rub was nice, but. Right. So what we're going into now is a Hollywood gossip blog. And it's called Crazy Days and Nights. And it is supposedly run by an anonymous Hollywood lawyer who goes by the name Elite Lawyer. And sometimes he publishes posts that are like directly attributed to famous people, celebrities, whatever. Okay. Um, and sometimes other posters post who are suspected to be famous people. So like there's an account that they suspect to be Robert Downey Jr. And it's like, uh, maybe, I don't know. Like, right. Like that's how he's that man is free busy. Time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love both of you are like, mm. I think he's got, I think he's got another job. Like, like, yeah, that man's got a full time job as an actor. I mean, he's got, there's booze in the world that you can consume, so I'm sure he's busy. I doubt he's blogging away. Right, exactly. But so nothing... rough time is Iron Man today. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, this guy did make this anonymous user who they suspect to be him did make a post that involved. Um, allegations against Dan and was just like he's one of the worst human beings in the world basically well so rounded piece of shit but this site has See, like not released... just children no, no. <laughs> the site has released information and suspicious things that have been proven true like a lot of the Weinstein accusations first appeared in crazy days and nights the Kevin Spacey accusations first appeared in crazy days and nights like years before they actually came out to the public yeah so even though this website is a bunch of bullshit it's also like been proven accurate a few different times well a broken clock is right twice a day exactly (laughs) right sure yeah so let's take another detour, a short detour, back into Brian Peck. It is suspected that Brian Peck's victim is Drake Bell. 
Um, so this means that like by the things that were, you know, accused of and all that sort of stuff that had occurred during the Amanda show. Mm -hmm. And I believe that Josh is a little bit older. So the only male on the show who was under the age of 14 at the time was Drake Mm -hmm. Bell. Mm-hmm. Whose real name is Jared? Yeah, and you know how I found that out because he just got hit with charges for oh, no, kind he's of guilty. The, oh, he got totally he, sentenced. Uh, he did, and it was for like a few thousand dollars. Yeah, um, and just emotional and he's testimony. Like married with children and mm-hmm. boasts this whole family. Changed his name to Drake Campagnana because he was all of a sudden Latin and was releasing music in Spanish. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's... Isn't that the Spanish word for Bell Campagnana? Did I say that wrong? Um, I think that's right, Campagnana. He changed his name to Drake Bell in Spanish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not even his real name. His real name is Jared. Champagne, I think. And then he's also out okay. here. Because I knew somebody who that was Campania. their last name. Okay, I yeah. could be wrong. I'm not great I, with was it, was it Drake Bell that you knew? No. <laughs> it was not Drake Campania. It was his dad. It was not Drake Campania. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Campania. Oh my God, senor. Um, no, but yeah, he did actually come out right before he was sentenced. He came out and said that he'd actually been married during the time when these allegations that he admitted to guilt to took place and that he actually had a newborn son Mm -hmm. and so there was a there was a moment over zoom for his victim to like say a victim statement and she tore that motherfucker to shreds to shreds and he was also on zoom because he didn't want the embarrassment of actually going to the courthouse and being photographed there and everything and whenever she was doing her testimony and he would like make an expression or whatever she would stop her testimony and be like do not look at me that way do not look at me that way you know what i'm saying is true like she was fucking on it but the abuse of her began whenever she was 12 Mm -hmm. and the sexual assault happened whenever she was 15 and it was the exact same assault that brian did to his victim yeah so that sucks um child which is why right that's the thought that drake bell was the is the the kid that brian Mm -hmm. Assaulted because then Drake Bell went on to assault a girl in a similar way. In a very similar way. (sighs) The other conspiracy that has followed Dan for most of his career is that he's Jamie Lynn Spears' father, like Jamie Lynn Spears' baby Baby father, baby daddy. Yeah. And there are pictures. So, (laughs) yeah, it just kind of hit you. So, three months, three months before she announced that she was pregnant. There was a post on Crazy Days and, and Nights. And how old was she? Was she 16? She Something was a like child that. because yeah. it was very yeah. controversial yeah. at yeah. the time. Teenage, yeah, teenage pregnancy for sure. Um, and they were like, we can't let her go on MTV. Well, 16 and pregnant. Anyone remember? Right. Team mom. Um, anyway, uh, so <laughs> they um, came out three months before she announced that she was pregnant. And there was a post that said a child star has just learned that they are pregnant and the producers are shocked. But one of the producers should not be shocked because he is the father and they are calling in potential boyfriends now. And then three months later, Jamie Lynn Spears comes out and says that she's pregnant and keeping the baby. Mm-hmm. And Zoe 101 is essentially canceled. canceled. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, immediately. It, like, it was done. Like, it's done. Done. 
But the second part of that post said that Dan had actually already gotten a bigger star pregnant before and that that pregnancy ended in a smushmortion. I'm surprised Jamie Lynn's didn't end in a smushmortion. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to imagine Jamie Lynn being like, it's my baby too and I'm keeping it. I, oh, yeah. I know. I just, that's what I imagine, right? That she was 100%. just like. 100%. Well, because. I believe that every baby is a gift from God. Are you going to go into, I don't know if you're going to, are you of the mind that it was Brittany who was got, who gotten pregnant before and had a smushmortion? Do you have an idea of who the first person was? Was it Brittany? Okay. I was like, because maybe she was like, no, like, you're not going to make me do like Brittany. I'm going to have my baby. <laughs> was it I Amanda am not Bynes? My... No. Don't so tell me it was Amanda. the Nickelodeon Dan split happened, Elite Lawyer posted a post that he said was from Amanda. And in the first paragraph, it was in secret code. The secret code was that only certain letters were capitalized. But whenever you put those letters together, they spelled Dan did it. And then in the second paragraph of that, it explained that during the second incident with him, something so dramatically happened that she didn't know if she would ever be able to have children or a normal family. So it's highly suspected that he was abusing Amanda during all that. Um, People who would work with her whenever she was a child said that her parents were just like, sure, take her, do whatever. We're going to be over here. Like, we don't give a shit. Her parents were hands off. Mm -hmm. They were interested in the contracts. They were interested in the showbiz, but they did not give a fuck what happened on set. Like, do whatever you want with her. Um, he also produced What I Like About You, which was her show after Nickelodeon. It was her like teen adult show with Jenny Garth mm-hmm. that was on like the WB, I yep. think. Yeah. Um, he was also the executive producer of that. Like he literally was a second father to her. And when was she staying with him? She was staying with him while she was doing the Amanda show. And she stayed with him and his wife for like a prolonged period of time. And she thought of him as a second father. And she's come out and said things about her father that people have said don't make sense. And they think that she might be alluding to Dan in those allegations instead. Hmm. So now Amanda Bynes has this like super secret Twitter account that may not be Amanda Bynes, but it's under the name uh, Persian LA with like some numbers after it. Mm -hmm. And it's a private account, but it has like 8,000 followers. But uh, she posts pictures of Amanda that like aren't available, like aren't online anywhere. What's Twitter account? (laughs) I didn't know it. it. What is it? It's Persian LA something like 427 or something like that. But anyway, so this account has posted things like claiming to be Amanda. Um, But this account also... Because you know I'm following her. I'm following her fiance's account too on Instagram. Well, she regularly posts like things asking for money because she 
says that under her conservatorship, she has to go to like specific doctor's appointments and therapy things and all this sort of stuff. And her mom isn't giving her money. So she's saying that like she's having to ask people online for money for like transportation and people are giving it to her. Like one of the guys who follows her on YouTube is like, I don't know if she's real or not, but I've given her a thousand dollars. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, why? Why would you do that? But because uh, it might be Amanda Bynes and she needs help. It might be Amanda Bynes. She got a face tattoo, y'all. Um, two of them. They're both no, the, I think the only one was makeup. I think the other oh, one's just makeup. Yeah, the but the one, one on her is cheek for is real, real. For real. She got a face it's tattoo. so sad. It's a heart and it's, it's a poorly not drawn good. heart. And it's like, you know that she got it there for some like really significant meaning so that when she looked in the mirror, she would see love or like something awful. I don't know. Like why else would you get a terribly drawn heart put right on the front of the apple of your cheek because like, she's not mentally well right now I know now. I know probably I because she was her. sexually assaulted since she was like a child by and this producer and get a smushmortion from Dan Schneider exactly so are we on, saying that Dan Schneider did I the smushmortion <laughs> he absolutely paid for but it he probably paid for it and yeah. it was the other half of the, the reason DNA that there that was a thing to be, be aborted yeah um but yeah, so there's a lot of other things about her um, time with Dan that gets posted to that account. Like a few of the things that she posted were um, suck a dick and get on Nick, Dan Schneider. Um, give me a blow and I'll give you a show. Yeah, Dan, give me a blow. I'll give you a show, Schneider. And Dan, if she's a fighter, hold her tighter, Schneider. Yeah. So, I hate all of that. Right? There, I hate uh, all that. I hate all of that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I do love all that, though. No, and no, like, a mean, lot of people love these shows. iCarly has a reboot. Yeah. And he's still the creator of iCarly, and his name is still in the credits. And for every episode so far, anytime his name is on the screen in the credits, someone is making a face. Or it's really subtle, but if you, apparently if you watch it, oh like God. every time his name comes up in the credits, like the picture in the background is somebody in the like episode, like Ugh. yeah, <laughs> like stink face. The editor's just like nobody's gonna catch Fuck this. this guy. Oh no, exactly. Well, that's the thing. That's the subliminal we'll shit that there. they put in there. Like kids shows are full of subliminal messaging, like that. But yeah, so that's so. So those are all the all the details you have. Yeah. Those are all the conspiracy theories. Well, I mean, we could go further. There's more videos of compilations. Apparently, like one thing that he liked to do, and they did that a little bit on Buffy, where the after the credits thing, sometimes it had like a clip from the show in it. Well, they would always have that at the end of every episode, and people have done compilations of them on TikTok where they're all just disgusting. Like they're literally gross. They're referring to like really adult disgusting shit and it's just at the end of the Nickelodeon show splat yeah like what like the is it is it scripted stuff mm -hmm. it would be scripted or things that like are taken blooper. out of context in the show oh. like it's something that was said during the episode but then they took it out of context and it's like the Ariana Grande like then that's the wettest thing that can ever be wet and it's just like what the fuck are you talking about you're a child stop it 
Yeah. So a lot of the allegations are that these kids that got other shows were the kids who played ball. Mm -hmm. Those were the kids whose parents didn't care, who were up for anything. Like Miranda Cosgrove was the one who was in the bathtub with her foot stuck in a faucet. Like, I'm sorry, I would never let a fucking child be in that situation. That is an obvious pornographic setup situation like was there a pizza delivery it was just Uh, gross it was really gross so there's a lot more of that you can go watch a lot more gross shit that was written into his shows but as far as the scandals like the biggest scandals go this is covering most of them yeah this is all a lot and he's making more shows like the man must not sleep he just did a new york times article um, he lost a lot of weight over quarantine. Well, yeah, because he's busy. Well, no, because he's oh. been let go from Nickelodeon since 2018. Oh, okay. So over quarantine, like, he lost a ton of weight. And he said in his New York Times puff piece that came out July 3rd, I think, mm-hmm. like, where, of course, he denied all of the, like, allegations of abuse and all this sort of stuff. Um, he said that there was a new show that he's working on for another another network and he doesn't know if it's greenlit yet but it's for families it's a family friendly show uh, and i'm just like gross. just stop jesus just stop gross. jesus gross yeah his wife is like a uh a former tv executive turned nutrition cookbook writer her name is the hungry girl like that's her thing is hungry girl cookbooks and they're supposed to be like low carb or healthy or whatever and people are like these are not any hey, of those hey, things stay healthy is you stay hungry and you don't eat, <laughs> you don't eat. come on mm, girl good and job. then she was like you got a smorsh with amanda Bynes. well you're gonna be hungry boy <laughs> <laughs> that's why you lost all that that's weight why lost all the weight that's, that's what i was implying yeah. yeah yeah so she starved she him. finally yeah. went through their tax returns and she mm. was like you can't write off <laughs> <laughs> Is this a business expense at the Planned Parenthood? Dan. Oh, you think he took her to Planned Parenthood? No, of course not. No, he had his own in-house. He did like a back alley abortion, in-house abortion. He knew a dude who knew a dude who now made her not able to have children. God bless. Yeah. Poor Amanda Bynes. Sorry, Amanda. Yeah. And there are more. There are more posts and things that refer to him on the crazy days and nights that refer to like his relationship with Amanda and it being really bad. Poor Amanda. And then he just left her to throw bongs from her third floor apartment in New York. <laughs> and why did fucking, you do that? Fucking spiral. <sighs> don't get she a face sounds like a good time tattoo. though. Oh, we'd have a blast. She's trying. Yeah. But don't get a face tattoo, kids. I know it might seem like the thing to do, but just like fight that urge. Or do it. I mean, technically, I've got one. She was so funny. She was so good. She was so good. She could have had such a a good career. Sure. She's the man. I know. Is a movie that she did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's good. I know you like it. I I know we're trying to bring up the mood. This was a really rough one. I love Amanda Bynes. Yeah. No, we don't always bring up the mood. I'm just like, I know you love Amanda Bynes. I do. Well. That was Dan Schneider. I feel like we've been talking about a lot of kids stuff lately. 
right? Whenever I was listening to Jacob's episode and you were like, you need to get a job. I was like, this is what happens when they're like, hey, child. Right. That's well, that's the difference that I said. That's when the parent is like, have you heard the new Bella Thorne stuff? No. Oh my God. She just wrote a biography where apparently, like, she had a family friend living with her family for years abusing her while he was also taking her to set because it was like, like, go ahead. She's got to, she's got to get to work. Well, no, like, her parents literally had her to have a kid in the industry. Like, that's why they had her. Yeah. It's Ugh. disgusting. Like they that's were almost why, homeless. That's and probably she why her, her first gig. Her morals are so crooked. I mean, come on. <laughs> She's eating Tana Mondo's pussy. Like gross. You don't even know who there's, that is. I don't know who that is. But there's a lot. Wasn't of other she married to one of the Pauls for a hot minute? One of the Pauls. <laughs> it was the a fake. It was a fake marriage. Number one. It was also a pay per view event. It was a pay per view event. I remember charged fifty dollars a pop to watch their fake wedding. It was, and they, and it started late, and then it ended with someone from the wedding party punching Jake Paul in the face. (laughs) Such a at the altar. It's such a mess. At the altar. This is why people shouldn't be influencers. And now they're trying to fucking fight Conor McGregor. Oh my god! Except Conor McGregor just broke his ankle. But so anyway, that's the internet. Up. Yeah, <laughs> that is the internet. If you want more information about the story, because who doesn't? Who oh doesn't? There's more. There's, There's always more. more. There's a YouTuber named Sloan, but he spells it S L zero four N because he because you know. he's different, sure. y'all. Sure. Yeah. So um, he does a lot of stuff on Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and child stars in general. So. Well, Christina, I want to yeah. thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really wanted to share this all one. this and research. I knew, you did. I knew it was important because of Sarah's love for Amanda Bynes. A little bit of it was for Sarah's love of Amanda Bynes. And I was just like, do you know about this? Because I need to talk to you about this. You know what? Make me her conservator. She'll come live with me. We'll it. be best friends. You're like, I'll take care of you. <laughs> take we'll care get of the Amanda. laser removal for the heart tattoo. And- you know what? No, she can keep the heart tattoo no, if she wants. No. There's always makeup. I was going to say, we put a little makeup over it. There's always makeup. She needs a reminder of Not where she do doesn't want to ever go back to again. Yeah, man. Right. That's fair. Mm. Amanda, come home. <laughs> Hashtag Amanda, come home. Hashtag Amanda, come over your head and come home Instagram, with me. Slide into the DMs. Just Please, be I'll like, take care of you. I have an extra bedroom at my house. You do. I will take care of you, just girl. For you, Amanda. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything except for someone to take care of you and give you three whole healthy meals a day. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get enough sleep and water. <laughs> Stay away from some of them gr- drugs, girl. Keep Just you away some from of Dan Schneider. Keep you away from Dan Schneider. You'll Maybe never have to deal with Dan Schneider in Philly. Get you in um, counseling, therapy, and a psychiatrist. Get you on some meds, girl. And Let's you equal already you out. do a ton of shows, so you could get her a gig. Like she could be working work for you, Amanda. Does she have a dead parent? No. Oh, she can't no, work at Allen's Lane. No, <laughs> they took her alive. money. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they did take her money. No, like, you have she... to have a dead parent to work at. I fulfill <laughs> it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love my job. <laughs> That's our inside joke that you have to have a dead parent to work at Allen's Lane. So basically, you have to be a Disney character. Yeah. We're all Disney characters. Fair. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for coming on our show today. Thank God we weren't Nickelodeon thank characters. All of you That's what for, I learned. Thank all of you for listening. 
Yeah, I if hope you, I haven't completely destroyed your childhood. If you want to support our show, you can do that by many, many ways. You can subscribe to our Patreon for Give one, money. five, ten, fifteen dollars a month money. We also have merch on our website, deadtime stories with a Z.com. And of course, you can support us with zero cost to you by giving us a five star review, preferably in the iTunes store, but in any of the podcatching apps of your choice. However, you listen to us. You looked like you were going to say something. I've got to ask this question. Are there pictures of Jamie Lynn's baby next to what Dan Schneider looks like? Yeah. And do she's they look alike? <laughs> <laughs> she's she's like, yeah, I'm ready. Hang on. I know we're wrapping up, but I just thought of that. I don't know why I didn't ask it sooner, but I have to know. Also, fuck her. I hope that kid's ugly. Look at that. Dan Schneider, Jamie Lynn Sears' daughter. No, like she's like first she's thing. tried right she tried dan schneider jamie and that was like one of those and the internet was like we know what you want i mean it's as conclusive as anything else from yeah hollywood i can't gossip see it, let me see. it's like her lips look weird well and my question that i was gonna ask earlier about that guy was like was he in some of the stuff mm-hmm. yeah was he on keenan and kel mm-hmm. yeah that's where i know him he from. created keenan and kel he was also the head writer and he the was head like writer their boss Burger. like yep. yeah the manager mm-hmm. and he was in he was, oh, in, good he was in good burger Fuck. wow yeah and he was an actor before he was a producer of course he was yeah because it's all about him wow what a dick all right, sorry to bring that up. Go Google it, people, if you want. Look at him behind Jamie Lynn. Look at him. Thanks, I hate it. Good God. And she was like, I'm going to keep that baby. She was. This it's baby's mine. my ticket out, mama. This baby's my ticket. I mean, really, that was her ticket to get away from Nickelodeon and Dan Schneider. It's mine, and I'm keeping it. It's my mine. goodness. Well, thank you so much for thank listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. And this has been Dead Time Stories. Thank you for listening. That was a scary I'm bedtime so sorry. story. That's him with Miranda Crossgrove. He's just leering. That's he, a, does. he just leers. Oh, woof. That's so sad. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Ferguson. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 